When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Well, he found me a used car today. He also said I did a pretty good job on the first hour of the show. And now, through the magic of the interweb, he joins us on the program. I dreamed I dreamed I dreamed you were doing a show <laughs> by oh, myself, by crying myself. in the corner. Yeah, I I, uh, oh, golly. You feel better? Sorry, I was, was, a, would you I call was it out. a dream or a nightmare? Which I is it? Out. Come on. Well, you know, I, I, it was so real. It was vivid. <laughs> I'm I kept, sorry uh, for you. I am. Oh, man. You know, that was a nice nap, though. <laughs> you know, I also dreamed, I, I was, you know, I was Uh-oh. dreaming that, yes. I was dreaming that, that people, like, can call us at, at, there's a number, like, 855-935, like, talk i yeah, mean a number that right. says words Easy. in it yeah yeah oh, oh i dreamt that i dreamt oh. that and i also i don't know if it was uh it was a, a predictive dream or you know I, I i but i dreamt i dreamt that uh, that i don't know you read an article somewhere finally about 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 things to do in volatile markets like they aren't always volatile or something. I don't know what I'm talking about i'm sorry i'm delirious <laughs> you're don't, feeling better don I, mcdonald ladies and gentlemen by the magic of whatever this all is, I don't know if it's tin cans or wires or whatever, but it, it's working well, it's now. It's working now. So I'm glad to have so you here. That's Thank a good you. thing. Yeah. yeah, it's working. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, I so. did. I, I read a, a fascinating piece. Fascinating. I mean, this you, is... You mean, wait, you mean that was real too? That was real. Your, your, your dream has turned into a nightmare. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm like in one of those crazy movies where you don't know if it's real or... Well, I was, not, I was like telling people, or I had something. one of those where I could see you. But I couldn't hear you. It was like one of those dreams where you're like trying to reach somebody, but you can't quite yeah, get to them. Yeah, and then, and then you kind of, what you do is you kind of fall out of bed trying to reach ah, somebody. Yeah, it gets so damn. real. It's like, ah, I, I do those Dude, too. at my age, if I fall <laughs> out of bed, I'm not getting, I'm not getting up again. That's it. So, anyway. Which my wife worries about. She goes, you've acted out your dreams. You've got, you're going to have Parkinson's. I go, yeah. Debbie, quit reading that stuff. Yeah, Just exactly. quit reading Find that stuff. Find something else. She should be reading this stuff because here, what are, stuff? here are the four key things investors should do during volatile times uh-oh what four key wait, things wait number a one, minute number so the, one wait hold on before you say number one yeah then don't these generally mean things that you should do during all times yeah because, because aren't all times volatile yeah but we're heading into massive volatility oh are we yes oh good to know so shutter thanks the, for you know, sharing yes exactly lock yourself in the basement at number one has your time horizon changed well for me it's all, yes, it's every year shorter. it gets shorter yeah, and shorter. Yeah, I think they're. Uh, but yeah. but mm. but but I'm pretty sure that happens to everybody. I don't know. What, even Bill Does Gates it, doesn't miss out on this one. I saw a picture of him recently. I thought, wow, he's yeah, he's getting older. Yeah. Uh sorry, Bill. Yeah, look at me. Woo, doggy. Number two, has yes. your risk tolerance changed? I hate that. Why? Because your risk, you feel great about. Investing in stocks when prices are up, you feel lousy when they're down, 
And frankly, it should be the other way around because there's more risk after things have gone up. Yeah, but what what I think what they're talking about is the psychological component of risk tolerance. And and that, I think, remains relatively stable through life. As a matter of fact, I actually believe that with some people, it your tolerance for risk increases as you get older because you begin to learn that markets are volatile. Yeah, it's not going to matter a whole lot. Um, Number three, do you have sufficient reserves? See, I've, first I misread this because I was having toast. I thought it said, do you have sufficient preserves? But I was And wrong. I just yeah. ordered some new ones up. yesterday because so, we were getting low on yeah, preserves. Yeah, so I did order some new ones. Um, and does that mean, do you have enough of emergency money? I guess Is that something what like going that. For? Yeah, like a balance okay. in your portfolio. Right. And I, I mentioned that. last hour, you can now, you can buy a one-year CD and make 5%. Holy cow. But here's the one. Where just, were you like three months ago? And I was saying the same thing. Should have been listening, apparently. You weren't, you you weren't, weren't listening. It was that same dream where I could see you, but I couldn't hear you. Right. I was clawing the at the one. screen like, I know he's there somewhere. Um, and finally, ladies and gentlemen, number four. I hate, hate this with a white hot passion. <laughs> just really do. What uh, is it? Well, because the, here's what they say. Our interest rate environment has changed. And that has sent shockwaves through the banking system, stock market, et cetera, et cetera. Well, first of all, there's always some reason that they're shockwaves. But what do they suggest then? Have you considered yeah. the available alternatives? What? What? Well, you know, fail, the, the we traditional, know. What, what are alternative investments in volatile times? Really? Is that what they're talking about? Yeah. Alternative investments? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I mean, I was going to say the options are you can be in the stock market or you can be in fixed income. No. Oh, no. There's all kinds of great things you could be no, in. No, like. no. All the rest is not investing. Exactly. It's garbage. All the rest is 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 trendy stuff or pure, unadulterated gambling in the guise of an investment. They're not investments. Investing is too easy to be this hard. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. You know, you you wonder sometimes how certain couples stay together, and then you realize <laughs> it's because they're just so dramatically different from each other. Because if they were the same, they'd probably kill each other. I am narcoleptic. He is hyperactive. Uh, <laughs> it's just like he's in there doing, and I'm going. I'm I'm just going to go take another. Nap. It works. It works. It. it yeah. <laughs> For somebody. Hi, everybody. Don McDonald here along with Tom Cock over there in the uh, Northwest News Radio studios. The sparkling new, whereas Don is still in the cave in Florida. Good place for you. Not yet fully fully soundproofed, but I'm working on it. It's getting closer. We're here to talk with you about money. And we want you to initiate a decent-sized part of the conversation, and you do that by giving us a call at 855-935-8255. It needs a song. You know, like I'm one not big on the whole you know, jingle thing, but okay. yeah, but you know that that that, that the the Empire Carpet guys. You, I guarantee you can sing the number. <laughs> I don't know Empire Carpet. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, jingles are a '70s thing. That's old, dude. It's over. Jingles are a '60s thing. Okay, '60s, '50s thing. Oh, okay. And I think they should be coming back. So give us a call at 855-935-8255. Talking Real Money. Uh, Jonathan, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Oh, just hold on, Dave. Yeah. All right. Hello. Uh, yes, sir. Um, I'm yes, sir. Uh, 63 years old. 
Yes. And uh, I no the correction. I'm I'll be sixty this year, and I want to retire at sixty four ish. I got like um, in my four hundred one k about nine hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and I got a Vanguard account that has about seven thousand in it. High yield savings account that's got thirty five thousand in it. And um, I got a Robinhood account that's got like thirteen thousand in it with thirty different stocks that I'm uh, juggling. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out how best to consolidate, uh, or what should I be doing to make that to make that uh, retirement date at sixty four. Well, first of all, tell who's ever calling you, call me back. That's one. Yeah, he can't do that because okay. they're calling. Anyway, here's the deal. Because Tom was just that way. Anyway, he gets grumpy sometimes <laughs> when he exercises. Um, well, really, the, the key is to, to know what you need to do yet is to know what you need to live on in retirement. What your Social Security is going to be. What all of your sources of income are going to be. And then how does your portfolio need to get up? I told you, he's, call, he's talking to somebody else. You're not well, they're getting the car. Enough, they're picking up the car. Okay, fair enough. The car does you know, trump our gotta, show, I guess. But yeah. Did you actually buy it? Did, did you actually buy a car, Tom? I didn't. You did. I haven't looked oh, okay. at it. Don sent me one. I got to. Right. Anyway, Jonathan, back to you. So let's talk about that for a minute. How much are you going to get from Social Security at age whenever you take? And, you know, if you can avoid it, don't take it at 64. How? Let's go backward. How? What's your annual cost of living? I'm in here in Seattle. It's high as all get out. No, but what's your? I mean, what's your monthly? What? How much every? How much every month do you spend to live? I'm spending at least six thousand a month. Six thousand a month. Okay. So, wife, two kids. Wife, two kids. How how old's your wife? She's fifty. She's two years younger than me. She's uh, okay. eight this year. So, uh, is she gonna? Is she working or not? Yes. How much does she make? She makes ninety five. Ninety five thousand a year. Yeah. I don't see what you're worried about. Stay married and keep her working. <laughs> I, this is a pretty easy call. We're gonna go to line two. Uh, <laughs> no, she's talking about retirement. No, me. She's no, like, I don't want to ask. no, 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 younger. Sorry, again, you know, you, you guys, does she have any money saved? A four hundred one k, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's at two hundred thousand about right now. All right, so you guys have got over a million dollars, right? A million, yes. just just a, a million dollars in the in a properly created portfolio, one that is really well diversified, has stocks and bonds in it, is rebalanced regularly, is not fiddled around with, is just left. No more buying stocks at Robinhood. You. you give that up completely. The Robinhood account gets closed. It all moves to Vanguard. You start to build a portfolio, but a properly diversified portfolio with over one million dollars in it, sir, can generate really. Pretty darn easily, about fifty thousand dollars a year, just your portfolio, and it can sustain itself long enough for you and your significant other. So, 
So you're doing great right now. Just keep saving. Stop Robin Hooding. Stop playing. No more playing with money. Money is too important to play with. You want it well diversified in that 401k and in your Vanguard account. Those are the only two places where you'll have money. 401k, Vanguard account, period. That's all. And I would say you're a great candidate to to have a financial retirement income plan. You should have a plan that says, okay, I'm I'm this old. I'm... I need this much income. My wife says she's going to quit, which I don't think you should let her do, but she says she wants to quit. My wife said that this morning, too. She headed out to work. Um, but figure all those things out with a, a planner. Then you put the plan in place, and, and Don's right. You quit messing around with individual stocks or whatever, whatever, properly balanced portfolio. Get on with your life. But my belief is you've reached the the point where you can live comfortably in retirement you're you're there because when you roll social security eventually into that mix particularly if you stagger your work thing so that you know somebody works for a while or you work part-time you do some other things and delay social security for as long as possible the two of you are going to be in great financial shape i believe just keep doing what you're doing and and do it better Build a really diversified portfolio like we talk about on this show. You need stocks and bonds. Go take the risk quiz of Talking Real Money. Get this figured out. Okay, Jonathan? Okay. So if um, at the if I'm trying to get out of this uh, Robin Hood thing, um, yeah. You cannot roll that into, like, my... Uh, no. Vanguard. No, but I, I yes, you can. Yes. Well, yeah, you can move the securities sure. over to Vanguard. And you then, can move all the yep. stocks over and then slowly sell them at Vanguard. And build a correctly diversified portfolio balanced between stocks and bonds. You could even... How much is that, Robin Hood? Did you tell us it's that? 30, thir- 30, so it's 13000 13000 13, Yeah. Dude, just yeah. sell it, be done with it, and buy one fund at Vanguard... Like VT or VT something. VT or something and get on with it. I don't I don't see why you're messing around there at all. That's a no-brainer to me. So go get rid of the Robin Hood. The cash is important. That's emergency money. Yeah. That should probably stay invested the way it is. But I would add that to the Vanguard. And at Vanguard is where I do my investing. Do your cash, your emergency needs. Put that in high-yield savings. That's fine. At Vanguard, that should all be investments. And since you're going to retire in a few years, go take the risk quiz. Figure out what the proper allocation for your risk tolerance is and start looking at both of your portfolios yours and your wife's as one they need to be blended together so that you have the right asset classes in the right places and just keep listening because this is something we talk about all the time and we'll tell you how to build it thanks for the call 855-935-TALK is our phone number call now Real life and real future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Yeah, we do this all the time. We do it here on the radio, then we turn it into a podcast, and then just to keep things going, we do other podcasts. And you call us with stuff all the time. You call us live on the weekends at 855-935-TALK or on Saturday. And you also just call all the time. We have gotten so many calls and written questions and recorded questions at TalkingRealMoney.com. And we really need to get through some of those. So here is a question that came in from the phones overnight or, I don't know, sometime. Hi. Oh, I'm so nervous now. Um, I'm Teresa from Virginia. 
and I'm completely confused. I need you to explain to me what I just did. Um, I, my husband, I failed last year to redo our W-4 and because of my husband's increased income at work, um, we ended up very close to the limits on IRA, IRA contributions. I'm just doing a spousal IRA. I put in $4,500 last year, approximately, and TurboTax said, oh, whoops, you over um, contributed. And so then I proceeded to read about it and thought, oh, okay, some people say that a non-deductible IRA is not a good thing because you have to deal with the 8606 and all that stuff. And I am a what you would call small potatoes. I only have about $20,000 in an IRA to begin with, so I didn't really want to have to deal with that. So what I did was uh, I messed around with TurboTax and I finally got uh, put 1790 keep that as a contribution, and then the rest of it, about $2,700, I contacted Fidelity and had them return the excess contributions had them place it into what they call a cash account, which is really a brokerage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if I did the right thing. And now TurboTax is saying I still have the 1790 as a an IRA deduction. Um, I'm just completely confused. I don't well, you did the right thing. Yeah, I don't think there's any problem. I think everything yeah. you've done is correct. Yeah, you Sounds did the to right me. thing. Uh, this happens when people, um, and this is one of the problems with the, this whole system, is that some people, you just don't know what your earnings are going to be. So right. if, you're, if you're actually in that that bubble area and you don't want to deal with the hassle if you're you're right in there where you're going to hit that limit and and only have partial deductibility or partial contributions it may pay to wait a little while until you have a better idea what your taxable situation is for the year like toward the end of the year but uh it's not a big deal to recharacterize to take that money back out no it happens on a regular basis i mean we see it more in roth iras or obviously with the income limits there which i think for Two people well, is a two hundred. The income limit for 000. a Roth is higher. Yeah, it than is. the income limit for oh. a regular. A regular is like one non deductible though. She could do anything. Oh, a non deductible. Which I thought she mentioned anything. at one point. Well, she she's mentioned non deductible. Throwing a lot of stuff around in there. But so she was basically saying she didn't think non deductible was any good because you can't get a deduction. Yeah, but, but it's a savings. The nice thing, but yeah. now, and you can. Well, she has twenty thousand in regular IRAs. Yeah. Right. So if she did a backdoor, yeah, she could take the money out. She took that money, that money that's in that account now, that three thousand dollars or whatever it is, and backdoored that. She would have to pay some uh, transfer some of her regular IRA into a Roth, and pay the taxes on it. But that wouldn't be a bad thing. No. In fact, it would be a great thing because now you're going to have you know a four thousand five thousand four thousand dollars or so account that is tax-free for life and i think people often get hung up on the non-deductible ira regular traditional ira roth ira around taxes i think saving is saving saving is good depending saving on your situation is yeah i wow, mean is that profound it's really saving deep i know is good <laughs> 
not spending is bad. Spending, spending is, is bad. bad. Yeah. Debt is bad unless it's a low interest rate mortgage. 855-935-TALK. Call now. Tom and Don are talking real money. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. We hope to talk about it with you. All you have to do is give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And uh, people do that 24-7 because we have a fancy schmancy phone answering service that takes these calls and then... I thought it was we, you. You're not sitting around in bed just answering the calls whenever they come in? I tried to get you to do it. You refused. <laughs> so I hired a computer. Okay. Yeah, and right. this is hey, what the computer... Dude, I hate to tell you. Yeah. The computer's going to replace both of us. Yeah, exactly. Than you think anyway, so. yeah. here's, the, here's the call the computer oh. came up with. Okay. You ready? Yeah. You sure? Oh. Hi, Bob and Ray. And I don't mean Brinker or Lucia either. <laughs> I hold an inherited American tax exempt bond fund, AFTEX, Alpha Foxtrot Tango Echo X ray. I want to exchange it for a Vanguard fund. Do you have any recommendations? I'm 76. This is the only bond fund I hold. I am still working. Thank you. Wait, he's 76 and he's still <laughs> working? Still working? Yes! I love that. That's yes. Don's dream. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so this is the American Fund's tax-exempt. Yeah, did you look Municipal. at the expense ratio? I didn't get, get a chance to go there. How much? Point uh, five. Yeah, I mean, this is outrageous. Basis so do I have any idea? Basically anything else. Yeah, uh, basically but, anything else. But no, okay. If, I'm, if, if no. you still need tax-free, um, then uh, you probably should get into a comparable tax-exempt bond fund at Vanguard. Vanguard. has a good product, I believe. They have, yeah, they have all maturities. And I would go with an intermediate term. Yeah, because we think that is going. To, well, we know. Give him the ticker, gonna, Donnie. Come on. I'm, I'm looking for it. Hold Vanguard on. Vanguard intermediate term. Intermediate term. Municipal That's bond term. fund. I need to type in the word intermediate because. And do you want some spelling help on that? It's I N T. I know how to spell intermediate. Smarty okay. pants. Yeah, well, we almost missed you for the full hour there. So. You missed you missed me for the full hour last hour. I was going to say we almost I almost missed you. <laughs> That didn't come out right. Sorry. I don't even know what you meant by that. I know. Well, it's only important that I know, not so important that you know. Apparently, Vanguard. I don't know what the ticker is. Just ask Vanguard. No, Vanguard. I'm looking, but I'm not finding. Yeah, we have people waiting to get on the radio. I know. So I'm just, I'm looking, but I'm not finding. Right, but I'll that, find but it. again, and that all, that is only the case if you're still in a very high tax bracket. Really? Which is. if you're still working at 76... Hmm. You know, maybe he's a doctor or something, and he makes a lot of money, so that's possible. How about how know. about how about VB ILX? Yeah. No, that's the intermediate. That's not uh, tax exempt. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, I was looking yeah, for the tax exempt yeah, 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 one. To, I couldn't find. I found oh, it. I see. You have to type in in term. Yeah, it's kind of tricky. So oh, anyway, geez. we got people waiting. Can we go to them instead of your no, typing lessons? No, not now. Okay. Enter tax exempt. Okay, you just have to you have to abbreviate everything. V W I T X. Are you happy now? Yeah, much. All right, much. Eight five five nine three five. Talk is our phone number. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Hi, Patty. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, we we're so glad you have a nice phone. 
Um, question. Um, it must be the AirPods because I got new AirPods, ah, so that might. You be sound them. great. Um, they clean, sound amazing. Clean. Very clean. They're the ones with the. They got the little filter thing on it. So yeah, so um, anyway, FYI. But um, I have a question. My husband's retiring. He's making. He's going to make quite a bit because he's going to continue to work a little bit this year. But I have a truck loan, and it's twenty seven thousand. And it's, I think I've got five more years, but the interest is only 3.2%. And so I was wondering, should I pay that off? I mean, the one thing I worry about is the monthly bill is $560. So, um, but I just didn't know, like, I'm trying to increase an emergency fund, you know, if we need it. But I didn't know what you thought of that. Wow, you have a nice phone. And a nice truck, apparently. <laughs> hey, five hundred bucks a month isn't that big anymore today. No, we got really people that eight or nine hundred dollars. Crazy. At that, well, it depends on what you do with the money. But but even if you put the money, even if I'd you kill it, the, I'd blow it. What, I'd you kill the loan. I'd blow it up. Yeah, I mean, because really, yeah, well, well, three point two is low. The fact I is, wouldn't. you're losing uh-huh. an income. The fact is, yeah. you're, if you have the cash from this money he's making this year, I, I just I just clean up my balance sheet in retirement. Yeah, I guess fewer, all right. From, loans, a, yeah. from a psychological yeah, standpoint, exactly. yeah. I go with that. But from a financial standpoint... I think that's the thing I was thinking was, it's just, I don't want that worry. But otherwise, yeah. I would probably redo a couple of my bathrooms because... Nice phone, nice truck, nice Johns. There we go. Thank you so much for calling. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, welcome back. I'm Don. Tom's over. Wait, where'd he go? He used to be there. Wow. I'm he still left the here. Studio. I was doing my jumping jacks. I'm back. I'm really ready. over in the corner? Yeah, because that's where they make me go in the corner. I don't even know why you do them. You do know you're like 65 <laughs> or something, right? Don't tell anybody. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You're you're too old for that. You're going to hurt something. You're going <laughs> to pull sure. you're going to pull something. <laughs> going to poke your eye out. 855-935 talk. Give us a call. We want to talk money with you. We do. We like doing that. I don't, yeah, we're gluttons for punishment. Money, money punishment. So call us like Janice did. Janice, welcome to the show. Oh. Thank you. Um, 
just clarification for something that Tom had said earlier in an answer to a gentleman Uh-oh. about um, what did he do now? I know um, <laughs> he indicated or stated, and maybe I just misunderstood some of what was said that Schwab is not a 100% fiduciary. Yes, and I know. I heard I that too. Got, I got the impression that he also made a statement about putting his money with Schwab and the other selection the gentleman asked about was Fidelity. Mm-hmm. So my question is, what do Appella clients do when their money is with Schwab ah, when you're saying Okay, okay. That- Actually, yeah. Schwab does do some fiduciary advising, Yeah, by they the do way. some. But they do in some. This, in the case you're mentioning, though, Janice, is, and thank you for calling and thank you for asking, Schwab is just the custodian in your relationship. I was talking about somebody walking in the door working with an advisor at Schwab. Right. That's a different, that's a different right. relationship. Yeah, I don't think it's 100%. Have- if you, you have an account, it, yeah, you can't. Maybe. But it depends. But the the fact of the matter is, when you're investing with any registered investment advisor who does not act as a broker dealer or a registered representative, which is all very confusing language, I know. But if you're, for example, Appella, our firm, or or any other that's like ours, we have to have a custodian because we okay. can't trade securities for you. We cannot do it right. Um, right. because they need they must be protected. From see, Bernie Madoff was a registered investment advisor, but he acted illegally. He put the money with Bernie Madoff, whereas we must put it with somebody else, Schwab or Fidelity. And really, these days, it's Schwab or Fidelity because Schwab bought TD Ameritrade. Uh, so okay. Schwab is others, the custodian. There's smaller pl- I mean, they're yeah, the they're small ones, but, but they're the big yeah. players. So, but my my answer to the the person who called last hour was. If you walk in the door to Schwab or Fidelity, I cannot guarantee that you will get 100% fiduciary advice. Right. Can't guarantee it. You may not. You may. You may not. So that, nothing against Schwab, but some of the people that work there are not investment advisor Always, representative. Right. They might be duly registered. So you're okay, okay though. It. Yeah. So an appellate client, in essence, has a different relationship. Yep. With yeah, it is merely and... it is merely custodial. It just means they okay. hold your securities for you, and the advi- the advisor and the client decide what is done with it. Schwab has no nope. authority to do anything with the money. It the, where we run into con- potential problems is when you give Schwab the authority to do things, uh, then they may or may not be in your best interest. But this way, you have an advisor protecting you. So I think you're in great shape. And Janice, thanks so much for the call. Stephanie, it's your turn. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Yeah, I just had a question, and um, I've I've listened to you guys on and off, so this is my first time talking to you guys. Um, I'm 43, and I have a 401k just sitting there. Like, it's from an old employer. I'm not sure what I should do or what the best thing is to do with that. How much is there? There's about 18000 in it. And are you in, have you moved on to a new, a new employer that has a retirement plan? Yeah, um, my new employer has pension, so mm-hmm. I, I have pension. So she's got defined benefit at the new employer yeah. where she had a defined contribution. So it's IRA now, right? 
Yeah, I think so. I think I would open an individual retirement account either at the aforementioned Charles Schwab or could be Vanguard, or Vanguard. Vanguard. And then I would roll that money over to the individual retirement account and buy a couple of index funds. We mentioned a few at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. Then there are others, but I, that's what I would do. I'd clean it up. I wouldn't leave it behind. This is what we see oftentimes people wake up at 50 and you're young at 43 and say, oh, my God, I forgot I had this other thing here and I haven't been paying attention to it. That I don't want to see you do because people have a tendency to forget. And, and at on. 43, because this is long-term money still, you're looking at two decades plus before you're going to touch this money. Because of that, you should be moderately aggressive, at least, in your approach. And you could do something as simple as, and literally as simple as VT, the Vanguard Total World Stock ETF. Just put it all in there. You're going to have massive diversification. You don't have to sweat the details. You don't have to deal with anything. Uh, and, and let it ride for a decade or two. <laughs> yeah, it's good, and it's going to grow. It should. should grow a lot. I mean, because yeah. you're all in stocks. So I think that's great. Yeah. I, I'm happy that you're getting a pension because not very many people get pensions anymore. So good for you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, you were saying Schwab. I should contact Schwab to do this. Schwab, Schwab is great. You Vanguard could go is online great. Fidelity set, is great. Honestly, you could yeah, go you online set, in about 10 minutes and set up an individual retirement account, IRA, at Schwab. Yeah. Do you have your statement from your account? Not with me right now. But no, I no, not right now, but you can get your hands on one, right? Yeah. Yeah, if you go online to Schwab, set up the IRA and tell them you want to transfer assets in from a 401k and they'll ask you that right there in the process and then you'll put in your account number and the information on your account, they will go get those assets and bring them over for you. Okay, cool. Thank okay. you so much. It's been sitting there for a while because I wasn't yeah. sure what to do. Yeah, it's so, such, it, it, it's 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 Inertia. hard, but once yeah. you do it, it's easy. Once you get it done, you'll go, oh, that felt good. And this is one All of those right. things. Thank you very much for the call, Stephanie. This is one of the things that uh, I think you coined this phrase. I hate to give you the credit. It pains me a great deal to give you credit like this. But Did I, I coin I think another it's phrase? Yours. Yeah, I think the hodgepodge thing is Hodgepodgery, hodgepodgeitis. And this is what happens with people like Stephanie. If you leave things it's, behind... And then it's again, it's a debilitating you wake up. financial yeah. disease. <laughs> it's just awful. And it is just which, awful. What do we recommend? Is it two pills in the morning or at night? I always forget. No, it's but. a one hundred percent fiduciary advisor. Ah, that's, that's it. What, yeah, that's call the, me twice. The, um, yeah, so no, I mean, but fix, clean these things up. Do not leave them behind because. And by the way, if anything were to happen to you, it's even worse because for the people you leave behind, it's even harder for them to get the money, even if they're the beneficiary. So that's another reason to sort of 40, make it She's easier. 43. We're more likely to go than you know, she is. That goes without yeah. saying. Maybe by the end of the hour. I don't know. <laughs> as <laughs> the tough as this show has been, it wouldn't surprise uh, me. Hey, hey, wait. It, 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 you know, if if you hadn't mentioned I wasn't there, no one would have noticed. Oh, come on. Sure, they yeah. wouldn't have. Yeah, right. Yeah, anyway. Well, anyway, a um, couple of things. Uh, remember the phone number because, you know, you may wake up in the middle of the night and go, Oh, I have a question! 855-935-TALK 855-935-8255 Not only can you call that during the show but you can call it any time with your questions Tom and Don are talking real money For your real life and real future Tom and Don are talking real money And 
If you need help when we're not around, just make sure you go to TalkingRealMoney.com. Because not only can you listen to, oh, like over 1,100 podcasts there. Glutton for punishment, aren't you? Uh, you can also read all kinds of great, timeless investing articles. There's just tons of them there. I mean, I don't even know how many. It's a lot. And uh, and all, all kinds of other great information, including, like, talking to somebody, getting some help. So all you need to do is go to TalkingRealMoney.com. That's TalkingRealMoney.com. And, uh, and explore it. Because they're, they're, oh my gosh, like the information on how to find a, a 100% fiduciary, great information. you got to read it. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time. So please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?